0: We are recording episode 27 of Hoarding Stuff, or Hoarding Stuff, um, depending on which way you're coming at it from, and uh, we've got a special edition tonight. Mm. We're actually going to talk to Dave about his home and his new thoughts around his gatherings and collections so um yeah we usually um avoid personal references too often but tonight it's all about you Dave over to you thanks a lot
1: that's, that's really kind not only is it a special edition because it's personal down and dirty and personal but it's it's two years since we put up our first wow ever hoarding stuff podcast.
2: That's two amazing. Years, Seems like 65
1: days times two, whatever that is. <laughs> 700 and something.
0: 700 and oh, it definitely,
1: yeah. I I don't do maths. Sorry. 700, no,
0: 7,130.
1: 830, Oh, yeah. It's nice. a lot. It's two years worth. A lot. It it's years? huge, yeah.
0: 7,000, that's, I've got it to 10 years' time level?
1: Oh. So, for, for our <laughs> it's two-year 10 anniversary. 10 years' time since we started off the Ford and <laughs> Stuff podcast i'm 65 now i'll be 64 actually uh there you go um yeah so for our our second anniversary as it were thank you so much for anybody who's been listening all the way through we hope you've enjoyed it if you've got anything you'd like to contribute then please do any questions Ask Heather because she's the expert on.
0: <laughs> but also, if you would like to take part, that yeah. would be we'd love to talk to um, anybody who'd like to talk through mm-hmm. anything they want to, as long as it is connected to having a bit too much stuff in your home.
1: Mm, a bit too much being, uh, yeah, the operative words there. We did, we did a bit, didn't we, of talking to various people from the um, group that you had.
0: We have yeah and we could, I'm sure we could talk to more mm. um, because there's been lots of movement in the group recently, so I'm sure right. some of them might want to talk about that.
1: It'd be nice to to actually go back and see how people were doing, I think, mm. with um, their lives after probably about a year and a half, I think, what progress they've made, how they feel about their situation now but my my situation's kind of quite odd because um we're back to having help in the house or Jane's having help in the house which means because we live in the same space then it impacts on myself as well as her you know you can't untangle the two lives really when you no. live in the same space it's it's very difficult to do so um there's been a lot of work and a lot of moving around of stuff and a lot of um Stress. It's like, where's that thing gone? I needed that thing for... Oh, God. All right, okay. Yeah, I was going to put the computer up, the new computer up, but now you've taken the wires and you've put them in storage. (laughs) So I can't. Oh, well, all right, yeah. I suppose we can can go in the car and we can get them at some point. (laughs) To be fair, the computer had sat in the hallway for about two and a half years. So I think I was, you know, it was a bit much, really. I blaming my... Were you just empathy. doing a bit of
0: winding up there, were you?
1: I think my head... My head does this weird thing where it believes what it's saying at the time. <laughs> but on reflection, you kind of go, oh, yeah, yeah. you're sort of... Uh, you're pulling the wool a little bit there, mate. You, you, you can't be doing that. That's not fair. It's not fair on anybody. Uh, it's not big. And it's certainly not clever. So... <laughs> But it would be interesting to know um, what what the um, results of. I mean, now we can actually see the carpet in the living room.
2: Hurrah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a rug in front of the, We can actually get to the electric fire, um, which we won't. But really if know. only you
0: could afford it, it would be <laughs> great, right. wouldn't it?
1: It'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Spending all the time going to the thermometer and going, that's at 18, turn it down, turn it down. What's get going a, on? Pass
0: a blanket. We're just we're just well, we're just amassing blankets in, in our front room. I still haven't. Uh, I've I've like put the heating on for a flash, like for an hour. Mm,
1: and it the, goes the energy, there's an energy company that we're with that uh, had a certain amount of electric blankets to give away.
0: Oh, that was nice. Oh,
1: I think they had about thirty thousand. Wow. Um, I mean, there's a lot of energy companies, but um, I think they were giving them out with their eight hands there's <laughs> a clue, yeah.
2: it's a clue. Yeah.
1: and um yeah so that that that's where we are now I suppose I've been having strange dreams about stuff in warehouses and having to move away from the warehouse I obviously live in the warehouse move away from the warehouse and, and work out what I can take with me on my back and in oh. bags
0: it was a bit like, um, my daughter said she was watching Labyrinth the other day. And I d- have you seen mm. Labyrinth?
1: I don't think I've seen it all the way through. No.
0: Because there's a lady in that, a sort of mythical type creature who's a bit a bit odd. And she carries stuff on her back and she sort right. of like comes into the girl's bedroom and she's sort of like going, that oh, would that be? Nice? I said, well, I'll have that, I'll have that. And she just piles it onto this rucksack that she's got on her back. Wow. And I thought, yeah,
1: she's a good example. Of, um... I think it, it was mainly because it's it's that business about making choices, difficult mm. choices. And um, the kind of reasons that I have for keeping things just seem to grow and grow all the time. And I can pretty much justify anything. And again, it's not big and it's not clever, really. But we, we do seem to be getting somewhere. We've still got the, the green, big green sort of motorbike shed outside and stuff in the attic and stuff in storage. In fact, more stuff's going into storage now as we move stuff around. Stuff, mm. stuff, 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 stuff.
0: It's stuff, dead money, though, storage. I don't like storage. I um, No, no. I, I remember reading, I've probably said this on here before, but I read an article mm. a, while, well, a good while ago now. But it really made me reflect about storage because if you think back about 15 years ago it was quite mm. hard or 20 years ago it was quite hard to find storage units you know it was yeah. a specialist thing and you probably you certainly wouldn't have automatically found it outside your town but now they're everywhere and it's a multi-million pound industry It is a growth
1: industry, isn't it? It's
0: huge. It's it's so much bigger than we realise. And actually what the storage industry is is a complete cash-in on people's indecision and inability to let things go. And so they will pay the equivalent of a mortgage repayment every Mm. month to keep things that if you added up two years' worth of storage, the entire value of what's in there is not... You know, and it's just one of those daft things. And uh, But the fact that it is so diffuse makes it really interesting, I think.
1: Mm. So
0: many people are offloading decisions into storage. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not a friend of storage. I,
1: I think it's meant to work in, like, one of those puzzles, you know, where you have one space that's empty and you move everything around to get everything else all in, in place. And yeah. uh, I I don't think it does. And the that, other issue—that's issue, the
0: logo for my project, the Chaos Tower—is oh, wow. one of those puzzles,
1: right? Yeah. The um the other thing is getting to the storage as well. If you if you're not a driver,
2: yeah,
1: you've got you've got issues really because public transport here in Edinburgh is great, mm-hmm. but uh, and then there's the kind of having to generate the energy and get past the apathy of not wanting to go into storage because it can be quite painful, you know. It can be quite a quite a difficulty, really.
0: Well, I think you've uh-huh. got a lot of things there. First of all, you've got the non-familiarity of mm. home and, like you said, the discomfort yeah. or the difficulty getting there. In the winter, they're usually very cold
2: mm-hmm.
0: and really quite friendless places. You know, they're, they're not pretty, are they? And they're not
2: they're no. very
0: practical and very... Samey, you know, you could, if yeah, you can get lost, and actually, they're just not conducive to doing the job that you want them to do, unless you've put something there that somebody else is going to collect and move on. If you know mm. what I mean, then they're yeah. okay, they do their job. But yes, it's um, but what
2: you, that... what,
0: sorry, what you were describing earlier was interesting when you said, I can come up with hundreds of reasons to hold on to things,
2: mm.
0: and then you said, It's not big and it's not clever. But mm. what, one of the mantras we try and use is, is it useful? Is this thought useful to me? So mm. if I think of a use for something, is that fact useful or would it be more useful to my general um, goals to think the opposite of that? As in, not why do I need this, but can I give this away? Can this lead?
1: So I wonder if sometimes one of the issues that people face is that, um, and certainly in, in my case, clarity of goals is not clear. Mm-hmm. And then you, you end up with that kind of thing. I think we mentioned before, haven't we, about uh, divers and scanners. Yes. But I must have mentioned that over yes. and over again. And it's very difficult if you're a scanner to go, oh, we'll get rid of that because you just go, oh, that's going to come in handy. And... 20 years' time.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe.
1: No, no, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> because I've got no clue what's going to happen to me tomorrow. Well, I do, actually. Probably go into town and have a coffee. But, uh, you know, further along from <laughs> And
0: that, pass a few shops where you could buy a lot of the might-be-useful things.
1: There might-be-useful things. You know, I'm trying my best <laughs> not to do that.
0: No, no, but, I mean, if you had got rid of it, then you
1: yeah.
0: replace it within 24 hours of remembering that you got rid of it um actually done that yet well I think because this was one of the things that Pip used to say was it's very rare that the majority of stuff that is you know filling bags and boxes and Mm -hmm. that might be useful and um oh it's brand new I've never used it so I've got to keep it or it's a gift or whatever the reason is that we're holding Mm. on to it, it's it's very it's very unlikely that it will cost more than twenty pounds, and that you won't yeah. be able to replace it within twenty four hours.
1: Um, mm. And I
0: thought that's quite a useful thought.
1: It's quite a useful so rule of thumb.
0: Yes, because it's it's also very true. If you just did an audit of a pile of stuff in front of you, most of it comes under under twenty quid, and you could get it on many online platforms very quickly. So, you however,
1: to be very, to be fair. Even twenty quid is a big old ask at the moment, isn't it? For, for no, that's people. true.
0: That's true. But but this isn't helpful mentality. No, no, it's 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 holding you back. Mm. So, but but the goal making is is um, definitely a point because mm. if you're still fighting with yourself, like you're going, I don't want, I don't want to clear my house. I don't, I want the I want to keep these things around me. Mm. Then to make goals, it's a lot harder. Mm isn't it? I because think, yeah, I mean making goals the space. for other people, not for you
1: yeah, seeing the space has, has been quite good in, in a way and uh, it's been a sort of, it allows you to think about what is possible to do um, when you're, you're making those goals without space, mm-hmm. but there's not really much help, I find, with um, making goals I don't think, I think that's one of the things that would be really helpful for people that are having difficulties making decisions about stuff. Yeah. What, what is it that makes your life a creative and enjoyable experience? What is it that, that would, would replace this need for acquiring stuff? What, what reward system would be better than what you've got at the moment?
0: Yeah, that's a great one. What rewards And I think, well, you just described one. You've just mm. described the fact that actually having a bit more space and seeing the old rug that you'd forgotten was there was quite a pleasant experience.
1: Oh, so, right. no, not really. Not, 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 not in comparison not to stuff. No, enough. not really. I mean, so this Christmas, as we said two Christmases ago, probably, thing is to get experiences rather than stuff. Right. Uh, and I've kind of done that. Today, I went out and got tickets to the ballet, oh. the Snow Queen. And I went and got tickets for, funnily enough, being in Birmingham and everything. February time, Peaky Blinders, the ballet. <laughs> oh,
0: How much more can they right. squeeze out Great, it? great. Oh.
1: that's great. That's February time, though. Uh, so I don't know if that counts as a Christmas present or not. But um, And I hate ballet. I can't stand ballet.
0: No, neither I don't like it. A, I've been. just do don't understand it. And that was in her.
1: So uh, yeah, so that's all for Jane. You know, she likes she likes that sort of stuff. So I've actually bought three tickets, three lots of tickets to ballet shows this year, and it's horrendous.
0: Management, you yeah. are. It is. I mean, that's yeah. great because that is living up to the buying experiences. So the, the worst thing you'll bring home is a program. Which will probably cost you about as much as the tickets cost you.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: the, that's the other thing. So, um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's a really good substitute. And and I think goal making. You're right because yeah. and, and I and I tell you why I think this happens more and more because people who come in to help support mm-hmm. sometimes have their own version of how they want things to be. It's not they're not doing it to be mean. I think it's just human nature. And so they will have a view of how they feel your house should be. And so all those conversations that should be had about making goals, about feeling motivated, about feeling that you're, you're swapping your re- one reward for another, and which really does fuel and motivate, they don't really happen because somebody has subconsciously decided that they know what needs to happen.
1: Well, to be fair, say. most people base their decisions on the limits of their understanding. Absolutely. So they kind of base it on how they live their lives, what their value system is, and what they think is important. Yeah. You know? So yeah. a lot of the people that I get, uh, so it's not fair to say they're not creative, because some of them are. I had a performance poet once as a, a support worker, I've oh, got a wow. guitar player now. I used to have a guy who did YouTube about the Munros. You know the climbing up and down hills, yeah. Uh, yeah. Scottish Munros. Mm. Uh, people, people, what they call they bag them. They bag the Munros, which means they've climbed to the top of this big hill. They go, yay! I've bagged another Munro. Right now. Write it down or whatever. And I happier. might be called
0: Heather, but that's as Scottish as I am.
1: Yes, yes. Cheating. So, I don't know. We've opened up quite a few questions, really, haven't we, about rewards and... Goal-making. It will be interesting. Interesting to know how, how people do that, if they write in and let us know what their experiences of that are.
0: I think very often from anecdotal reporting, Lots of people are still working, but with fear. Mm. You, you know, They're doing things, but they're frightened of what they're doing rather than feeling that they're sort of gradually achieving something. I think there's, an, there's still a huge amount of fear. It's sort of like, oh, I did this. And, but you can sort of see that people are waiting to feel really bad. And, um, and when it doesn't happen, it's great
1: i think we've been we've been trained to to be fearful No, we are we, we, we
0: are we, we are fearful that's how we survive
2: yeah. we have
0: to have a negative bias to right. danger and so with with um keeping stuff that, that, that the keeping of stuff keeps you safe yeah. or makes you in your description of safe would be it's full of possibilities it's full of um you know options and it's mm-hmm. just full of excitement isn't it there's all things to discover and learn and try and make and play um well, but that it, that 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 is a safety place of safety
2: for you
1: so a lot of uh, the stuff that is done now involves using information right? Right. a lot of the service industries and stuff and it involves having a certain amount of knowledge so my thinking is, if I don't have the knowledge, then I'm not going to be fit for working in any capacity at all, really. And I'm never sure which bit of the world I'm going to be engaging with. So you go into this kind of, I need to have all... and it doesn't All work. the world's knowledge. All the world's knowledge in my head. And it doesn't what do work. Well, you have.
0: You've got YouTube and Google. There's you don't need any more than they.
1: I don't know. And the other thing, the other thing that's quite fascinating was because allegedly I'm a writer. Yeah. Right. And um, so I'd like the idea of putting out books. And if I'm not buying books, why would anybody else be buying books? I suppose it's a weird sort of.
0: That is a very loose. Isn't
1: loose. that weird? That
0: is a loose one. <laughs> it's a... Yeah. That, that's like a wobbly twist, that one.
1: It comes in every now and again and I go, oh, oh. I'm. I, I must, uh, I must keep keep these authors going because if I don't keep the authors going, they're going to starve. That poor old Stephen King. Oh, yeah, I know, stand, thing.
2: poor thing. He's down his Stephen. last
1: five dollars and that. And, <laughs> but there are some that you kind of go, oh, I don't know, and then you buy them and then don't read them. So I wonder if authors care.
0: I, I think I think authors of novels definitely care.
1: Yeah. What because... about non-fiction?
0: I suppose nonfiction is a bit different because sometimes people will buy a nonfiction book to have to have access to where they don't necessarily read it straight away,
2: mm-hmm.
0: if you know what I mean. So I th- I just feel that nonfiction writers are less worried. I suppose the sort of bestseller people are um, more bothered, you know, the people that write the, the more popular nonfiction books. Yeah, yeah. Because they've got to be on the New York Times bestseller list, I suppose. I don't know.
1: Whatever that is. Whatever. Do you know, with Christmas coming up, if you've got children, there's a fantastic book that you should buy for your kids. <laughs> and uh, I think it's called, it's called Mirror World. <laughs> uh, it's written oh. by this guy called Stephen Jackson. Yeah, not Stephen. And Steve it's fantastic. King. <laughs> no, not that would be a completely different version of. Yes, oh dear! It oh, no. Yes, it would. So, um, oh, thank. I, you I, I you. do like to plug the book no, as much as I possibly can. Much. Can you give us? Can you give us the details about where people can go for that?
0: Uh, it's uh, www.mirrorworld.monster. monster, oh. and you'll get it personally signed if you'd like to.
1: It is fantastic. It, it's awesome it, it more is likely.
0: it is. It is a it is a fun adventure book. Um, yeah, which keeps children occupied for a very long time, which is always good. And, maybe I, we can get to sponsor us.
1: We, we should get to sponsor us. <laughs> Holding <laughs> stuff brought to you by MirrorWorld.
0: Oh yeah, maybe we should. That's a good idea.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, but that's one of the things that you should get, even if you are acquiring. That's a thing oh, to acquire. We don't,
0: we don't really do adverts, but Dave's just decided to. He's
1: gone. To I, go have. I have, I have, because it's brilliant. It's brilliant. So
0: we're talking about you. Oh, so you yeah. are, you've had some stuff removed.
1: Well, you... not not sort of, not really removed. It's been organised better.
0: Oh, right. So restacked sort of thing yeah. to make more floor yeah. space. Well, that's good. It... I always call that consolidating. Let's do a bit of consolidating. Uh,
1: because we've had um, word from our television and telephone company. Right. Uh, um that they're coming in to change the the phone line i think right, okay. it has been done in years okay and so they want to get to the little box that comes into the house and then follow the wire around the mm. fireplace and you know so so i have to move that from there and this to there and again we're back to the puzzle again really yeah and uh it's it's slightly annoying i always get Kind of heated up, and go. Why don't these people just leave us alone? <laughs> just leave us alone. But of course, you, you can't do that. You
0: know, no, so. you can't. But 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 that description is very common, and I think lots of people will recognise it because mm. that is that is that discomfort coming up, isn't it? It's like oh, I've got to do this, and that's going to make me feel unsafe.
1: I think it's because I'm quite belligerent about things as well. I, I, I'm not very good at being told. I've noticed that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been doing my course, so no, I'm digging my heels in. All oh, day. No, no, no. Well, we were supposed to do something in in what's known as the live room, and there's a computer in there, and we use this little box called a right box, which is it's a USB thing that you plug into your machine, right? And there wasn't one in the live room, and I'm going, how do I do it without the right box in the live room? How do I do it? So I go to do my recording, and it's like, hold on a minute. Focus right is USB. I could just take it from one room to another room. <laughs> it is as simple as that. I know I was arguing black and blue that it was impossible to do it. <laughs> because I got it in my head that it was impossible. And that's
0: it, and, and it, we we create some very strange restricting rules for ourselves yeah. that we don't even see are there, you know. That I think I always find that fascinating. It's like well, I told you. I, I think um, I can't remember the person's name now, but there was a te- there's a TED talk by a lady who had a stroke when she was quite young, but she was also right. uh, a neuroscientist, so she knew what was happening to her. And mm-hmm. when she sort of came round, she it took her another four years to get her you know faculties back, and because she had to start yeah. from baby start, you know crawling, eating, you know, all the relearning, all that. But she realised that this was a fantastic opportunity to audit out all the rubbish thinking that she'd been burdened with before. All the stuff that gets put in when you're a six-year-old and the teacher tells you off, you don't know that they're having a bad day, you think it's you, and then you carry that with you for the rest of your life. You know, those sort of things. She could just audit them out. So she just chose what she was retraining her own brain with which is just think it's, fantastic it's like
1: reparenting isn't it really yeah. i think maybe we should all do that
0: yeah cuz there's a lot I, of stuff I did. there's
1: a lot but of we, stuff that,
0: we that, yeah. that, i think the problem is spotting it so she mm. had her memory board wiped if you like yep. so she knew there was nothing left in there she had to put all the new stuff in from scratch but mm. um This is our problem because we can't see what thinking is hindering us and what thinking is helping us. Because if we could, we'd all be functioning pretty well and doing amazing things and not being relatively well.
1: Yeah. I I, do know. I was fascinated because I was thinking about that in terms of what I'd been fed as a child. And my mum used to always say to me when we were going out, she'd go, act normal. Right. It's like so my head has gone right. I'm I'm not normal. I have to pretend to be normal. And potentially anybody else I meet is acting normal as well. So I have to fit in with that. And then that led to and the act thing as well. Act, act, act. So I went into into acting, strangely enough. And then I'm thinking. What she's actually done is she's asked the question, she hasn't asked it, but she's kind of implied that there's a problem with reality. Yes, right. So then I'm into um, I got into conjuring and and magic because that's about questioning reality. Writing books can often be about questioning reality, Mm -hmm. and then you get into the stage where you get in games and virtual reality, right? So, what she's done. Is she set me up with that? That couple of things that she said to this lifetime of going, oh, I'm, I'm right, is that is that real or is that is that a fact? Am I normal? <laughs> yeah, I'm on. Well, I'm not that because if apparently
0: I'm not, normal, I'm not allowed
1: out. Apparently, there is no normal. I know. There's no there's no ruler, you know, that you get. Is
0: you, it, no, <laughs> measure, measure your normalness.
1: Yeah. Are line. you normal or not? <laughs> you know, what? what's it based on so it's a nonsense and there's a few books now that have been written about there is no such thing as normal it depends on and it's cultural as well there are things that people do in other places that we'd go yeah right I'm, no it's true I'm, it's
0: true isn't it which to that. them is their normal but does it not does normal come from maths is that like you have the norm don't you is yeah i
1: maths, think you do and it's kind of like
0: so i think you can mathematize it
1: yeah it. Mathematize. mean average or something like that you know yes yeah, something like of... that
0: so i think that's where maybe the word originated from that you can right. calculate people's behavior i've
1: got i've got the books on that but of course obviously i haven't read them because it's just yeah, a but, pile but somewhere
0: but you're safe in the knowledge that if you do need to read them they're
1: there well no because they have been moved around so who knows? They've storage now
0: with the, with the
1: <laughs> no, I don't think they, they have. I think uh, there were some books that I went, nope, leave alone. <laughs> don't touch those books. And the other bit that I noticed was that there's a lot about a lot of books about work. I have a fascination with work and how it how it all fits together. So I think what you get is I don't know if this is the same for, for other people, those obsessions, you can see them. If you really look at what you've got around you, can You see
0: patterns. Yeah, you, you can, can see,
1: see them. Yeah, and you go, oh right, I, I think I've got an interest in this area or that area. All oh, right, that's, that's the why I've 20th, got
0: eighty nine books on it. <laughs>
1: that's the twentieth book I've seen about work. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think I think we're, Oh, there, there's fifty five on money. Yeah, I think there's a there's a there's a fascination. There's there is a
0: theme. There's a theme yeah. here. Yeah. No, it is interesting to see that and, and I find it interesting because I visit lots of houses. I find it interesting to see it mm. repeated in different houses, so there are similarities so these would be the common ground things I think that people go for, and you know like the big broad ones like clothes and craft materials or um, saving bits of wood and Bits of computer and bits of car um, and, and jars full of screws and things like that. Lots yeah. of them. You know, yeah. there, there's a, there's a lot there's a, there are a lot of sort of commonalities I would say between, of, of the w- what most people hold on to. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, you know, you, you you still have the world buying toilet paper and hand gel. Um, and yeah. So, the, the, right. the basic products that they threatened were going to go off the shelves, like pasta and bread and things like that.
1: Mm, but... I think I think the, the likelihood of bread going off the shelves is, is a bit more, but not because of any sort of demand for it. There's other factors in play for you, your bread and your milk and your things that we have as staples. Yeah. But uh, maybe, does that mean that people have less income therefore they acquire less stuff
0: no i think it'll be oh. the opposite. i think with the opposite it, it's once again it's a perfect storm of anxiety i've already yeah. heard some of my clients say you said it earlier you said it earlier you said who knows what um it's not even 20 quid now because that's expensive
2: that's right so, yeah so yeah. This,
0: this will this will color people's thinking into convincing themselves that there is a much more intense reason for holding on to things. And that yep. will hamper the ability to say, can I let this go? Yeah. Because the, sort of the general anxiety in the world is we're all going to have no money, so we need to have, hold on to everything that we've got um,
1: for them. For That's, a rainy day. That's an appalling thought, isn't it? That's but so it, it,
0: it's, I know that it's going to happen. I just know. Oh,
1: God.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think, and I don't know if you agree with this, but um, the next time we meet,
2: yeah,
1: it would be good to have somebody who is a goal-setting expert.
0: Okay, I'll see. I'll see who I can
1: see who you can find. See who you can dig up.
0: I will. I'll see who I can find who who knows how to set goals well.
1: And if anybody out there knows about goal setting and they have set goals themselves, we could talk to yourselves as well about how you did it, um, whether you managed to keep to your goal or not. Um, And then and then, you know, kind of I believe it's called peer learning. Really? I think it is. Yeah. You peer around the door and you know. I was just going a, to say that. Something like that. Yeah. Something like it's that. Like, yeah.
0: oh, I think I saw what you did there. Oh, yes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, I couldn't be too serious. I'm not allowed to be too serious because, you know, otherwise people start to, to worry about me.
0: They will. They will. will. But, no, well, thank you for sharing
1: your no worries. Um, observation. Oh, so, sorry. That's an interesting thing that I've noticed now. Yeah. Very Australian. I keep saying no worries.
0: Yes, I do. I was I noticed exactly the same thing today, because when I was having my mammoth and read a thon in the middle of the night, yeah. I noticed that somebody had put that in a text back to somebody else. And I thought, oh, God, yeah. I do that.
2: I yeah.
0: write that all the time. And then and then I started questioning, like, where did it come from? I didn't always say that.
1: Yeah, it, it's so, because, because apparently, apparently the thing that you meant to say is you're welcome. Very British. You're welcome rather than no worries but having just received an email from the planning place in western australia nice. to say that i have permission to build my swimming pool and the fence around the swimming pool on my <laughs> property so <laughs> <which, it's laughs> like, uh um having to write back and go i'm a middle-aged man in scotland I Much though think... so i appreciate you well, know I, and
0: i and i haven't got enough room for a
1: the, the swimming, swimming pool. pool. I mean, I'd love to come and see the swimming pool when it's finished, but that's <laughs> going to be a really expensive trip <laughs> for me. They replied. They, they said <laughs> thank you then. for your yeah, thank you for your light-hearted uh, uh, email. Something like Jonderland or Jonderland in Western Australia. I was like, what, what is this? Mm. Why have I got this? Um, Sounds
0: like a theme park. For yeah,
1: Germans. yeah. Yeah, and then this morning I got up and they'd found some kind of fossils in Western Australia. Oh. So I was wondering, I wonder if that's when they were digging for the swimming. Pool. <laughs> I was
0: just going there. I was just going to that place. Interesting. Oh yeah. right. So next time we're going to look at goal setting. Yeah. And yes. Yeah, so if anybody has done that or has got any ideas or um, know anybody that's good at goal setting, that will be great. Yeah fantastic and, uh, yeah we would appreciate that otherwise i will see who i can find yeah who might enlighten us in that area
1: i don't think in western australia when they're digging up the fossils i'll be able to find somebody who's good at, at goal setting
0: maybe not maybe not but good at digging though good
1: at, yeah
0: yeah yeah well that's a thing isn't it digger isn't that yeah a, that a, t- a name like it is indeed. In, in australia yeah. not that i've yeah. ever been i don't know but
1: well I'm going to fossil off now.
0: Okay, fossil off. I'll do the same. And um thank you all for listening to us again on our mm. second anniversary party. Second anniversary. Candles.
1: If you've got some cake um, and some and some beer and that then then Well let's it save it, it for the
0: next let's save it for the next one because the next one we do is goal setting and Christmas.
1: Oh yeah. Right. It will well, be close uh, to Christmas. Christmas. Oh. Uh.
0: Yeah, I know. I know
1: yeah right well thank you so much
2: thank you and take very good care thank you